Hello, this is the Supreme Court Syllabus Podcast. Supreme Court of the United States, Ariano versus McDonough. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. Decided January 23, 2023. This case concerns the effective date of an award of disability compensation to a veteran of the United States military. Approximately 30 years after Adolfo Ariano's honorable discharge from the Navy, Ariano applied to the Department of Veterans Affairs for disability compensation based on psychiatric disorders. A VA regional office granted Ariano service-connected disability benefits after finding that his disorders resulted from trauma that he suffered while serving on an aircraft carrier. Applying the default rule in 38 U.S.C., 5110A1, the VA assigned an effective date of June 3, 2011, the day that the agency received his claim to Ariano's disability award. Ariano appealed, arguing that his award's effective date should be governed by an exception in Section 5110B1, which makes the effective date of an award of disability compensation the day following the date of the veteran's discharge or release if application therefore is received within one year from such date of discharge or release. Alleging that he had been too ill to know that he could apply for disability benefits, Ariano maintained that his this exception's one-year grace period should be equitably told to make his award effective on or about the day after his discharge from military service in 1981. The VA's Board of Veterans' Appeals denied Ariano's request, and the Court of Appeals for Veterans' Claims affirmed. The Federal Circuit affirmed the judgment. Held. Section 5110B1 is not subject to equitable tolling. A. Equitable tolling effectively extends an otherwise discrete limitations period set by Congress. When a litigant diligently pursues his rights, but extraordinary circumstances prevent him from bringing a timely action. Lozano v. Montoya Alvarez The court presumes that federal statutes of limitations are subject to equitable tolling. See Irwin v. Department of Veterans Affairs. But this presumption is rebutted if equitable tolling is inconsistent with the statutory scheme. Here, The Secretary of the VA argues that Section 5110B1 is not a statute of limitations, and that even if it were, any applicable presumption in favor of equitable tolling is rebutted by the statutory text and structure. The Court need not decide whether Section 5110B1 is a statute of limitations. Even assuming that the exceptions, the exception sets a limitations period, there exists good reason to believe that Congress did not want the equitable tolling doctrine to apply. United States versus Brockham. Section 5110B1 operates as a limited exception to Section 5110A1 to the default rule, which states that the effective date of an award shall be fixed in accordance with the facts found, but shall not be an earlier than the date of receipt of application, therefore. The default rule applies unless specifically provided otherwise in this chapter. A clause indicating that Congress enumerated an exhaustive list of exceptions 
with each confined to its specific terms. According to the terms of the exception in Section 5110B1, the effective date of an award of disability compensation to a veteran shall be the day following the date of the veteran's discharge or release if application, therefore, is received within one year from such date of discharge or release. Equitably tolling this provision would depart from the terms that Congress specifically provided. The structure of Section 5110, which sets out 16 exceptions that explain when various types of benefits qualify for an effective date earlier than the default, reinforces Congress's choice to set effective dates solely as prescribed in the text. These exceptions do not operate simply as time constraints, but also as substantive limitations on the amount of recovery due a structure strongly indicating that Congress did not intend courts to read other unmentioned, open-ended, equitable exceptions into the statute it wrote, citing Brockamp. That many of the specific exceptions reflect equitable considerations heightens the structural inference, as does the fact that Congress generally capped retroactive benefits at roughly one year. When as here, Congress has already considered equitable concerns and limited the relief available, additional equitable tolling would be unwarranted. United States versus Beggarly. Although hard and fast limits on retroactive benefits can create harsh results, Congress has the power to choose between rules which prioritize efficiency and predictability and standards which prioritize optimal results in individual cases. Citing again to Brockham. Congress opted for rules in the statutory scheme, and an equitable extension of Section 5110B1, the one-year grace period, would disrupt that choice. B. Ariano sees Section 5110B1 as a simple time limit, and therefore a classic case for equitable tolling. But Section 5110B1 cannot be understood independently of Section 5110A1, which makes the date of claim receipt the effective date unless specifically provided otherwise in this chapter. This language is an instruction to attend to specifically enacted language to the exclusion of general unenacted carve-outs. Ariano relies on a separate exception in Section 5110b4, which makes disability pension benefits retroactive in certain cases where permanent and total disability prevents a veteran from applying for an award at the time of disability onset. To argue that Congress wanted traditional principles of equitable tolling to apply to Section 5110b1. To the contrary, 5110b4 demonstrates that Congress had on its radar the possibility that disability could delay an application for benefits, and still Congress did not explicitly account for that possibility in 5110b1, Young versus United States, distinguished. Finally, Ariano contends that the nature of the subject matter, veterans' benefits, counsels in favor of tolling because providing benefits to veterans is a context in which individualized equities are paramount. But the nature of the subject matter cannot overcome statutory text and structure that foreclose equitable tolling affirmed. Justice Barrett delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. James R. Barney argued for cause the cause for petitioner. 
with him on the briefs was Kelly S. Horn. Uh, Sopan Joshi argued the cause for respondent with him on the brief for Solicitor General. Uh, Preloger, Principal Deputy Assistant Attorney General Boynton, and Deputy Solic Solicitor General Stewart.